0: For joining you from the city south side, the 630 Chad Studios, the chorus building. Hope you're having a, uh, a terrific Thursday in studio, much to the surprise of uh, one Brendan Escott. Uh, you could just, yeah, hey, anytime you want to walk over the script or something, Brendan, I'm sorry, I guess we had a little bit of a malfunction at the junction. Lots of running around today. The Evans Oilers coming off of a. Uh, a high-wire act victory. Hey, how you doing? Good to see Good. you. Hey. hey there, what's going on? Uh, 5-3 victory last night against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas, Thomas and the gang offer tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Coming up on uh, today's show, a complete audio recap of Jack Michaels on the call. The Edmonton Oilers victory last night against the uh, Vancouver Canucks. We'll hear comments from Connor McTavid. Uh, Vander Kane, Derek Ryan, and Jay Woodcroft. Uh, the Oilers did not have a full skate this morning. Brief availability. I left uh, Roger's place right around 11 o'clock. Was tied up uh, doing something else this morning, but uh, lots going on. Uh, two of our regular contributors on Thursdays joining us today for GCL Diesel, Louis DeBrusque, and for legacy heating and cooling NHL insider John Shannon. We'll also have David Staples on from the Cult of Hockey we will uh, tell you that you can reach us on the RiverCreek Resort Casino Hotline, 780 Get ready to rock at the RiverCreek of Tom Cochran, Saturday, November the 5th. Get your tickets now at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleypinefloors.com for more information. Our top story is simple. The Edmonton Oilers uh, are 1-0 in the season. They defeat the Vancouver Canucks last night, 5-3, rallying from a 3-0 deficit. Our top story presented daily by the folks at Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need. Get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Looking forward to seeing the folks at Legacy at an event tonight.
1: Brendan S. Scott, how are you doing? I, I'm still howling that I had no idea you were in the building. At all. Yeah. I sent the email off with the script in it, and everything wandered on over here. It was uh, in, <laughs> I know I text you, I was
0: uh, Uncle Milt, uh, had Cam Moon and myself. Uh, I don't know if we would term uh, entertain, but uh, we briefly met a bunch of people this morning uh, out at Red Tail. Uh, sort of a, a Leduca-Tasquin group, so that was a, a good time today. And I think I texted you on my drive back into the city before heading over to Rogers' place. So my apologies, Brendan, for not giving you... Uh, I, I thought I was in the text, but who knows? I got about three hours sleep last night. And on a good night, that's the way it is. That's kind of how it works, uh, if, if you if you still like to have a little bit of fun out there. So away you go. Let's get to it. The orders now, Audio Vault for Frank and the staff at Direct where Specialized to work with your business. Outfit your crew from head to toe in Edmonton and Fort McMurray. Jack Michaels was on the call. Oilers beat the Canucks. Finally,
2: after eight preseason games and a week of rookie camp prior to that, the Edmonton and Oilers are ready to go against the Vancouver Canucks, but here's Nurse with a turnover. Pedersen walks in, tries to beat Campbell and does! His second effort, he tucks it inside the right post and the Canucks take a one nothing lead on a goal by Elias Pedersen
0: at 152. Dylan Holloway maybe was guilty there of uh, forcing a puck up, up the wall on the far side. He's on the left wing and he tried to fire a pass through the middle, and it got picked off going the other way. And now Brock Besser will lead an on-man rush
2: the other way. JT Miller left wing, red shot, score! 2-0 Vancouver! Hustle back in. Hughes to Miller in front. Left save. Campbell. Point blank range. Coming down the middle. Kuzmenko. Up the right hand side to Bo Horvat. Kuzmenko. Foiled by Campbell back in the first period. Up to Miller and tapped home by Kuzmenko. 3 0. Vancouver. It's five on three and a half. McDavid to Drisidle shoots and scores. Power play goal Edmonton. Hughes never really recovered. And the Oilers cash in to get back in the game. Three to one. Drisidel power play play goal. subtle Nugent, Hopkins and Barry. And the face-off one back to Tyson Barry. Nugent, Hopkins left circle. Side of the net, inside, backdoor score! What a play! One touch, and it's finished by the captain. Oh, Connor he- McDavid,
0: his first goal of the year, 3-2. to two. They can do that to you. You said it. The last three seasons, first, first, and third on the power play. And now an interior
2: pass. Horvat couldn't reach it. Pedersen and it knocked away. subtle up with Nurse waiting, dishing. What timer score? Darnell Nurse, shorthanded, and this game is tied. Drysdale is third point of the night, and that was a missile off the blade of Darnell Nurse. When Hughes fights his way through the neutral zone and now heads for the net, Backhands it over to McDavid, wrist shot, saved, Dipko rebound, score. McDavid second of the game and Edmonton has its first lead of the night. 4-3 with 4.59 to go. little won the draw, the clear down the middle. Kane's got an empty net drops it off, rich shot score Connor McDavid, hat trick in the season opener and the Oilers will claim victory in game one 5-3 your final Edmonton 1-0 and
0: to start the 22-23
2: campaign
0: well, it was a uh, beautiful, ugly victory for the Evans owners. That's how I would describe it. You know what? Like, uh, they got badly outplayed five-on-five, five, turned way too many pucks over early in the game. Tough sequence to start off with with Dylan Holloway, who had his family there last night. Um, and the Holloways have dealt with some challenges in their family over the last couple of years. Uh, but you know what? He's going to be a good player, and there's going to be better days ahead for him. Uh Boom, boom! It's two nothing. Great shot by J.T. Miller. Maybe one Jack Campbell would like to have back. And then the penalty at the end of the period, which ultimately resulted in a fine for Darnell Nurse. Uh, end of the period led to an early second period power play goals, and Edmonton's down three nothing. It's got to be stated right now: Edmonton does not win that game last night without the goaltending of Jack Campbell. The Oilers gave up way too many chances. The Canucks had eight power plays in the game. They got one on the Kuzmenko power play goal. But uh, Campbell gave his team the punchers, the proverbial punchers' chance, by not allowing Vancouver to uh, land the knockout blow, which might have been a 4 0 lead or maybe 4 1 after Edmonton made it 3 1. Yes, the Oilers got a break in the sequence that led to the 3 1 power play goal, but the Canucks had eight power plays in the game themselves. so uh, And then the Oilers' second power play goal. That was a thing of all five players touched the puck off a face-off win. Boom, it's in the net. And then it was on from that point on. The Oilers' big dogs, McDavid and Drysaddle, just took it to another level. And Edmonton, on a night where they were far from perfect, ended up getting the result uh, they were looking for. Real touching moment uh, to start the game. And the crowd was awesome uh, when they recognized Ben Stelter as well. That was... Uh, that was well done. You know, it's difficult if you're a parent to uh, to think of yourself in those situations, and you have nothing but empathy for the Stelter family. And not, uh, The the spirit in the building was really good last night, and it ended the right way ultimately for Edmonton. Let's bring in Brendan Escott.
1: Yeah, and, and it didn't start the right way, that's for sure. It was one of those situations where I don't think anybody wants to admit that they may have succumbed to the intensity of the moment here, but expectations are high of this group, and and frankly, Vancouver just came out and pounced on them, and, and that shot actually both of the first two goals, um, Jack Campbell did say in his post game that he would want to have back, so there you go right there, but I, I mean, this team has the advantage that no other team in the NHL does, and that is the power play that needs just six seconds to to do what uh, what they've proven that they can do. So they've, they've got the deciding factor there. I think they've got a lot that they can uh, coach up after that game which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Uh, maybe not the start that everybody hoped that they would have, but this is the NHL after all and I think sometimes in the preseason it's easy to forget just how high everybody's standard of play is once the puck drops on opening night. So lots of promise moving forward. Yeah, we'll get to some of your texts. A lot of you have different perspectives Uh, on that momentarily.
0: Speaking of the coach, here's Jay Woodcroft's post-game assessment.
1: I thought Jack Campbell was excellent. uh, Allowed us to get back into the game. The special teams were excellent. Allowed us to get back into the game. And in the end, uh, even though it wasn't uh, the prettiest game in the world, uh, I thought our fellas dug in. Um, We're very aware of some of the things we're going to have to clean up. uh, And we'll do that starting tomorrow.
0: And Jay Woodcroft added some additional perspectives on the order. Slow start last night. I
1: don't think we were sharp. I don't think we were in sync um, early. Uh, we found a way to win the game. That's a good sign. That That is a really good sign. Um, but we can be better. And it's incumbent upon all of us to make sure we honestly look at, at the areas that we can be better, in, and we will address them tomorrow. We'll work on them in practice, and uh, we're going to look to improve.
0: Oilers ultimately were three for four in the power play. The power play they didn't score on. They only had about 15 seconds of power play time in an overlap with one of Vancouver's numerous power plays in last night's game. Here's Connor McDavid on the Oilers power play. We got some good players out
1: there. that Have been together for a long time, and you know we've been a good power play um, for for a real long time, and we're comfortable with uh, with each other, and you know we know where each other going to be.
0: Relative to the era it's in, uh, you can make an argument this is amongst the best power plays in NHL history. It's that simple, over the last three years plus. First, first, and third. uh, A couple years ago, they had one of the best power plays in the last 35, 40 years. They were right back up there the next season. Last year, they dropped a bit off, and they've changed some things up a little bit. Uh, They're going to be able to score in the power play. Since the start of the uh, 17-18 season, McDavid and Drysettle have led the NHL 1-2 in scoring and 1-2 in power play scoring as well. Evander Kane selfishly gave up the puck with an empty net to uh, help Connor McDavid get a hat-trick. Here's Kane.
3: You know, I've been around a long time, so uh, you recognize the situation in the game, who's out there, and uh, you know, I figured uh, he's a pretty good player, so if I put in the vicinity, he'll put it in. So nice to see him score a hat-trick.
0: And Kane added some additional perspective on why hockey players at times defer to their teammates.
3: You know, guys enjoy playing with each other. We got a great group in here, and um, you know, I think we all want to see uh, each other have uh, team success, success, obviously, but uh, also individual success. So when you can uh, include both um, through the course of a game, it's always nice.
0: Oilers, penalty killers, uh, did a great job last night keeping the hounds at bay once uh, Vancouver built up that 3-0 lead. Not only, I mean, Vancouver finished 1 for 8 in the power play, 12.5%. The Oilers got a shorthanded goal as well on a dry saddle set up to Darnell Nurse. Um, There was emotion in the building last night. One of the guys that was on the PK units, Derek Ryan, had this to say in the emotion of the home opener.
3: Game one of the regular season is for sure a little different but uh, definitely some emotions there. It's the home opener. Everyone's excited and uh, there's some emotions in there. I think we have to learn to deal with that a little bit where um, everyone's excited to be at home, be at Rogers, great place to play. So um, I think it's more just game one of the regular season, kind of fine-tuning uh, a lot of the, the, the diff- different areas of the ice. I remember watching some of the other NHL games. It seems a little bit sloppy, and I think that's a common theme this time of year. So it's whoever can clean it up faster is probably going to have more success.
0: And Ryan adds that uh, Jack Campbell's mental toughest, uh, toughness was contagious for the Oilers
3: last night. Oh, it's huge. Goaltending's huge in this league. You can't win without it and, and I think Soupy having that confidence, making a couple of big saves there in the second period where it could have been, you know, four one or four two and that's a that's a big changer in the game and he, he made some huge saves for us. So I think it just instills confidence in us. You know, we we see him make a big save on the bench or on the ice and it gets us fired up. We want to go out there and, and battle for him and make sure we're we're doing everything we can to to get him the run support that he deserves.
0: All right, you can uh, text us at 780-496-0063. Give us your thoughts on last night's game. Uh, well, not a su- surprise. There has been a little bit of discussion on the officiating. Again, I thought the orders were fortuitous not to have ha- had a penalty on the sweet sequence that led to the uh, uh, 3-1 orders goal. Got him back in the game on the power play. Leon Drysettles is Quinn Hughes got high stick. That said, Vancouver did have eight power plays in the game. And their players afterwards were not using that as an excuse as to why they lost the game. They just said they didn't execute on the power play, which I would tend to agree with. It's 12-21 in Edmonton. We'll get your thoughts and get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing when we return on orders Now. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 12-22 in Edmonton. The Don has texted the show to say, Bob, good words uh, on Ben Stelter. Uh, I'm a 75-year-old gruff driller. Ben struggles and what he meant to the Oilers. Uh, For us Oilers fans made me shed a tear. God bless Ben and play La Bamba, baby. That one comes to us from the the Don. And the Don's an old school guy. He likes it hard. He likes it tough. And, uh, yeah, it touches your heart when that goes on. Uh, Tom from Sherwood Park is Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. I'm okay with the Connor McDavid cross-check Penalty Cross-checking gets ridiculous again. And obviously the NHL's put a Band-Aid on for this season. But we all know come playoff times it'll be totally overlooked. Well, the problem was that they called McDavid on one, and then there was one in the neutral ice area going the other way. And and that's it's just the consistency of the calls. Again, ultimately, eight, the, the Oilers really had three power plays in the game. And, uh, you know... I guess three for four for Edmonton, one for eight in the power play for Vancouver. They had their chances with the extra time. The Canucks badly outplayed Edmonton five on five. The orders are going to have to be significantly better than that against Calgary. We'll get to a couple more texts in a second, but we're going to head into... NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandising specialist. Head to
1: ElitePromomarketing.com, and here's Brendan Escott. Okay, well, you may have heard Eileen say in the news that uh, Darnell Nurse was fined $5,000 for that hit at the end of the first period that resulted in the interference penalties. Seems a little steep from my perspective, but I don't work for the DOPS. Ten games across the NHL tonight. Ottawa visiting Buffalo, Toronto, home to Washington and California. Calgary gets Colorado in uh, the Nazem Kadri revenge game, I suppose. Oil Kings continuing, or rather finishing up, the U.S. Division road trip tomorrow night in Seattle. Uh, U of A Golden Bears hosting Trinity Western for a pair at the Claire Drake this weekend as well.
0: Um, I will tell you that the Oil Kings lost 6-2 last night in Everett. They're now 1-6-1. and on the season they're rebuilding their team obviously after going to the Memorial Cup last year Dylan Gunther's made the Arizona Coyotes Jake Neighbors is now back up to start the season with the St. Louis Blues uh, they could be getting a couple bodies back but those players likely like if Sebastian Cosa gets sent back to junior he'll get traded uh, to a Seattle or a Kamloops or something like that so it's gonna be a long year for the Oil Kings the Golden Bears meanwhile play Trinity Western uh, I will and not many of you would care about this, but you might chuckle. Uh, Trinity Western uh, came in a number of years ago when I was the yes at the University of Alberta. Um, take it for what it's worth, but in a classically Canadian fashion, um, a, a virtual minnow relative to uh, the sporting landscape at the university uh, level sure liked a lot of uh, input. Some might say that's how politics works in this country. I don't know. You draw your own conclusion. I hope the Bears pound them on Friday night. Now, they had a goaltender there. Eddie Joseph's son was uh, with uh, Trinity Western last year. He's a great kid. He played terrifically for them. He's not on the team this year. So I hope this year the Golden Bears pound them on Friday night. Uh, Bakersfield Condors get going this weekend as well. Could see some movement a little bit. Uh, we will tell you Noah Phelps, Ken Holland spoke about the fact that there were some immigration issues with Noah to get him down at Bakersfield. He is now down in Bakersfield. Clem Koston who came over in that trade for Dmitry Samarukov and James Hamlin are both in Bakersfield as well, so they're getting some forwards. Again, you can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Riley on Hockey says looks like Nurse Kane and the rest of the boys are choosing violence this year uh, after being victims of greasy pay." play for years. I love the new evil Oilers. Uh, There you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Mark in St. Albert says some comments about last night. The boys were jittery, but got things going. Soup was a stud after the first period. Uh, The Ben Stelter tribute made me cry. And yeah, Evander Kane isn't a team guy, right? Question mark says Mark in St. Albert, who's obviously like the fact that Kane went out of his way. Um, to uh, uh, to ensure that Connor McDavid got the hat trick. Uh, Oyder fan forever says, Bob, what are your thoughts on how Holloway was treated by the coaches after his early mistake? Do you think he should have been thrown back out there with Drysettle after? Well, he was for a shift, but they were on the ice for the first two goals against. Um, they blended the lines fairly quickly. It wasn't going. And let's face it, it's tough to argue anytime you put McDavid and Drysettle together, be it with Hyman. Or with Kane, you're going to have some success there. So, you know, Dillon Holloway is going to play in the top nine. I would not dismiss him as a top six option just because of one night. Let's see where this guy grows and graduates to, because there's a lot of horsepower there to work with. One more thing. One of the – probably the best winner forward for me in the first period, 5 e 5 might have been Yesa Arby. It's too bad he didn't convert the bang-bang opportunity down low, but he, had a good, he got in on the four-check. He had five hits last night. That's one of the things he needs to do. Uh, Oh, two more things. Uh, I expect Warren Fogle to play Saturday night and possibly Kyler Yamamoto. I'll leave you with that. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Sportsnet's Louis DeBras for GCL Diesel.